Welcome to the On-Premise IT Podcast, the only podcast that dares to be both on topic or on-premise, and yes, today, on location or on-premises. I'm Stephen Foskett, publisher of Gestalt IT, and we are talking about edge. Each time we meet, we bring together a group of IT luminaries to discuss our premise. And this week, we're actually here in Santa Clara with the Tech Field Day delegates. And so we've got a group of folks who are part of Tech Field Day to talk about why edge is actually real this time. So to kick things off, let's just get a quick introduction from y'all. Vung? Hi, I'm Vung Pham. I work for uh, Avar Generation. I work as a senior solution architect, so we're always in different avenues of discussion with many different type of customers. Hey, I'm Ken Malbon. I'm also a solutions architect for a company that does a lot of customer-related work, and I'm at Ken Nalbon on Twitter. I'm Joey D'Antoni. I'm principal consultant at Denaturian Associates Consulting. I'm a Microsoft Data Platform MVP and a VMware V expert, and I do stuff with data and clouds and infrastructure. So we've been talking a lot about uh, well, we haven't really been talking about Edge, but it's been coming up a lot in our conversations recently. And it kind of makes us laugh because the Edge is one of those topics in computing. Well, we've been talking about this for a long time. And it seems like nobody really knows what it is. And everybody's been talking about it forever. And now we're talking about it again. And so the question is, like, what's going on here? Like, is this real? Or are we just messing around with uh, the, the terms again. Are, are we actually using this term correctly? And, and why is it? What are the technologies that made Edge an actual thing that actually exists in 2022 as opposed to whatever it was uh, 10 years ago? So I think that what we need to do first is define what is the edge. And Joey had a snarky comment, but I'm going to start with you anyway. So give us your snark. Yeah, no, no, it was snarky, but it was actually, I, I meant it. It's like any computing that's outside of the enterprise data center or public cloud. Uh, so, like, retail, um, no matter what your retail is, if you're selling, uh, you know, used, used cars in a, in a storage lot, or if you're, if you're uh, a, re a retail establishment, or even, like, banks that have things like domain controllers in them, uh, those are all various ways of doing edge computing. Not necessarily in the modern classical sense, modern classical, uh, but, yeah, those are just some examples of, of ways we've done edge computing in the past and still do currently. Right, it's basically essentially whenever you can stick some storage, some compute, uh, whatever you need closer to whatever the business use case is, the application, the data that's being created by IoT sensors, whatever, right? Like, and so what we're seeing, I think, is that it's becoming a lot more practical to do so. Mm -hmm. It used to be you got a really slow connection connecting all your different locations. Um, it's not feasible to pass large amounts of data over that. Uh, so you just stick a bunch of it really expensive and bulky and difficult to manage infrastructure in some kind of remote location, your retail store, your hospital clinic, your uh, oil rig, whatever the case may be. And it wasn't really a good fit, right? You spent a lot of money, it was hard to manage. Uh, it, costs a lot, it, it costs a lot, you know, in, in multiple ways. And it wasn't really built for some of these locations in terms of its durability. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's changing a lot too. So A, we got a lot better connectivity than we used to have, right? Like, uh, broadband connections have proliferated, both wired and wireless, mm -hmm. and there's a lot more options you have in terms of what you can stick out in these um, locations in terms of, you know, more ruggedized equipment, maybe a little bit more flexible, and like HCI has been a great use case for this. You just stick a little, couple little devices mm -hmm. out there with some local storage, and all of a sudden you've got a tiny data center in a box that's purpose-built for whatever your application is there. 
uh, stuff that you couldn't really do 10, maybe even five years ago uh, that is much more accomplishable. Now. Well, I think you hit on two areas that to, to understand what is edge computing is the semantics of it is more than just the name and it is the evolution of all these technologies supporting mm -hmm. the use case. Mm -hmm. So the use case and the actual name itself. The name itself is irrelevant, I think, because the edge is always going to be outside your data center. Mm -hmm. And so it's understanding the use case and how you apply the evolving technologies to solve your problem. So that's the use case scenario. And I think by a taxonomical kind of argument, you could say, oh, edge computing fits because of these parameters. And then those parameters doesn't mean there's they're locked in. Yeah, well, we'll just yeah. settle on that, right? Like, yeah, it's but, edge computing. But I think your technological drivers there that you're you're talking about are kind of spot on. You're you're able to get the the trends in technology that have influenced this is smaller packaging of more powerful CPUs. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, and honestly, dense, uh, fast, solid state storage, cheap too, and cheap, much and cheaper. cheap. That's, oh, yeah. that's that's very yeah. You can stick eight terabyte eight terabytes of storage in a, in a box this big and. And that's because the helium that makes it lighter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> helium. Yeah. yeah. So I think so. I think what we've gotten to here is that yeah, edge is a real thing. Edge has been a real thing for a long time, but it hasn't been this real because of all sorts of technological challenges that have held it back. Because in my experience, you know, when I was an IT architect and consultant, I was working with a retail company, and they put edge compute in all of their stores because they were worried about intermittent connectivity mm -hmm. and they wanted the registers to work. Mm -hmm. And so they basically pushed all of their uh, financial uh, like cash transactions, register transactions out to the edge. And in order to do that, they had to deploy multiple servers connected to a fiber channel switch with a fiber channel storage array mm -hmm. in every store. And that was, yes, I believe that was edge. But it wasn't good hedge. Isn't that, and it how, was, the target, isn't that how the target data breach happened? Yeah, that is pretty much exactly how that happened. But so, yeah. Does that mean the premise is not edge is real this time, but edge is good this time? Right? It's, it's always <laughs> yeah. been with us. Yeah. The edge was inside you all along. Yeah. But, but now it actually works. Right? Uh, I, mean, I think the quick, quickly evolving economics of scale, the quickly evolving technology power is going to redefine what edge is supposed to be. And, and that's good. I mean, because now we have more definite use case. Yeah, and, and we talk about like how we have more compute power and more storage at the edge, uh, but and we have more networking. But at the same time, networking is always ultimately limited. And I think what that compute power is allowing you to do is put more push more intelligence to the edge, uh, especially in in your IoT scenarios. The retail scenarios are a little bit more straightforward, uh, but like in some of these IoT scenarios, the, some decisions might happen on the edge device instead of being pushed back to a server on a data center. We were talking about that on the um, Utilizing AI podcast last year, where we were talking to a company that uh, they, they, that was a, an interesting uh, counterpoint in that what they found was that as they pushed more um, processing and decision-making power to the edge, companies started um, actually collecting more data. Mm. So in other words, in, in industrial IoT, where they used to just throw out tons of data and ship what they thought was the important data back to the home office for processing, now they have ML that's sifting through many times more sensors and more data streams mm -hmm. and in order to come up with the, the gems and then shipping that back to the home office. And so basically, as processing increased at the edge, it actually also increased data flow, but in a good way, because yeah. the result was that they had better data. And well, better models, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you look at the edge, ultimately you want information. 
something that you can make decisions with, not just raw data. And the edge is enabling that so you can process and make decisions faster. So uh, yeah, a power to the edge, it is real. You know, we'll, we'll see how, how far it's gonna take this iteration and what major shifts in technology is gonna make it to the next level, so. Well, it'll also be interesting to see just like what, when people, what people come up with to do with all the compute power that they've got now at the edge. Like, like Stephen was talking about the new use cases with like, okay, now we can do more with the data that we have here. Maybe it'll be more along the lines of, maybe we can enable workers to do more at this clinical location where we've got edge devices or the retail store uh, where we've got edge devices too. I don't know what those use cases are, but it might be more than just about the data you can collect, but like the quickness uh, of operations well, that I think, it enables. I think you have more, more and more vendors building software applications that are designed to run at the edge. And, and it's, a lot of that's facilitated by uh, the word we always like to avoid, Kubernetes. Uh, <laughs> not necessarily Kubernetes, but containerization. Uh, just like being able to run, because it's a lot easier to run multiple, even if you're just running Docker containers on a single device. And, and like Microsoft has a, a database, a, a version of SQL Server that runs on ARM devices now. Uh, that is called SQL Server on Edge, I think is the official marketing name. That's a lot of caffeine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, what, what about the old terminology, robo? Is that still valid? Is that just another use case of our edge? Yeah, I, I, exactly. And, and I think that a lot of those things, Robo, Soho, you know, mm -hmm. these were actually edge use cases and have always been edge use cases, but are now maybe more valid and more useful. So they got a different name, but they're the same thing that they always were. Is that what you're saying? Well, no, because I think what you're what we're saying and what Joey was saying specifically is that technology has improved to an extent that that they're better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So is a Ford car still a car when you compare it to a Tesla, even though it's they're both they're both edge nodes. Yeah. Yeah, they exactly. are exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, and I mean, I, Tesla is a great example, I think, of sort of a client edge computing because that thing's got a lot of compute power in there. A lot of sensors, a lot of data capture. A lot of AI making decisions for you uh, for how you need to drive. And one, of, well, and one of the things that the Tesla has that really transforms it uh, and, and enables all this is the same thing, again, that Joey was getting at, I think, and that's that it's, it's about connectivity. So you, we talked about this earlier that... Uh, before we were recording, we were talking about this, that one of the problems with Edge has always been intermittent connectivity. Mm -hmm. And so, like I said, the reason that this retail store had to push all this stuff out to the stores was because they often lost satellite connectivity because satellite connectivity. Oh, connectivity. Um, and so they didn't want people, like, abandoning their carts in the, in the checkout line, and so they pushed all this stuff out to the Edge. Well, now we have connectivity, and that's enabling us to do this. But isn't that interesting that, in a, in a way, you could argue against connectivity, and you could say, well, maybe we don't need edge as much because we have all this connectivity. So which is it? Well, I don't know. We do a survey of the United States as a whole, and we compare that to Europe or, or Asia. Our internet sucks. We do not have fast internet at the home, and it's not equal. Not everybody has access to it, too. So I think having a stronger and more robust edge is going to be a win for everybody is going to see more data, see the bigger problem, more clarity and granularity so we can attack bigger problems. Basically, if you're out, like maybe outside of maybe an hour's drive of a large metro. American city, yeah. a large metro, 
then you could probably still face some significant connectivity issues. Oh yeah. And to the point where like you might not even have the option of doing an SD-WAN with multiple providers. You might have like one option, the telco near you and that's it. Oof. And so you don't even have that to fall back on. Well, that's a business. You know, look at, look at residential, the pandemic, yeah. everybody yeah, hard. Yeah, but like without going too far down the networking rabbit hole, yeah. I think the other aspect of this is you have cheap power. You have the ability, latency is always gonna be a thing, even if I have a 100 gigabit connection to a data center. Mm -hmm. uh, you have the ability to do cheap local processing on relatively powerful processors yeah. uh, that once you have in place, you're not, you're, it's not like you're paying for it in a cloud or anything. And you can, you can make those decisions. Like the Tesla's a good example. There's a lot of things that don't need to go back to some central server to be processed. They can be processed right on the car. So why not do it when you have cheap, low power, powerful compute there? And you can still record the decision and, and like later sync that data back asynchronously. I just think that if you have a stronger, smarter edge, you can have like really big CDN networks, you can have big proxy networks that can deliver content at the end of the day for the customer. Yeah, that's actually where I wanted to go next is, is to talk about sort of CDN and telco. Because if you, if you ever see one of those telco towers with the, the antennas all over it, mm -hmm. at the base of that tower is a data center. Little room. Yeah. It's a little data center, but yeah. it's a data center. And it used to be bigger. And it used to have more racks of, of specialized equipment that did specialized stuff. And now, in the 5G era, a lot of that stuff has been virtualized and hyperconverged, as Ken was saying. Mm. And it's now yeah. it's, it's basically a dense data center there. Well, it's the stack. You have to examine the stack and the, and the assumptions and of the technology that the stack delivers. And now with different innovations in interjected, you can redefine that stack and make it better. For, for, and that's progress and evolution, right, of technology. Sure, and sometimes maybe instead of like decreasing the footprint that we're taking up, we're just increasing the capabilities within the existing footprint instead. Right. So all of a sudden we had limited, we had limited processing power, we had limited storage space for data, um, and instead of shrinking the space like Steve was talking about with those cell towers and the data center at the bottom, we used the same space and we introduced new capabilities. That's a Borg idea. Dude. You know, you or, or collect more data to build better ML models. And well, which do you think they're gonna do? So I've heard people argue that 5G data centers and those, especially those telco data centers, are going to get a lot more of this, um, what, what Boone was just saying, this kind of uh, caching, um, you know, sort of the, the Akamai-type caching at the edge. And yeah. That is happening. Yeah. Is that the future? Is that going to grow? And are we going to push more things out of the data center and into these edge centers? Well, the edge is going to give you the data to tell you what content needs to be in what geo. And so you're going to have quality of content because it's going to be more applicable. And that's the information processing to make it more, you know, workable for the market. So, so you collect data at the edge about what the users want to see, and then you deliver that content to the edge so you can get it to, right. to them quicker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's one use case, right? Yeah. So, but then you can look at that entertainment consumption, you can look at it as, as DNS service consumption, what have you, but there's many applications to that. So, you know, even, even the smart things like a 911 routing, you think about, you know, you know who's where and what, you can get emergency services better. Or, or maybe if I'm on some kind of teleconference with you, I connect to an edge node close to me that connects to the edge node close to you and we bypass yeah. the data center in between or something along exactly. those lines. Exactly, you get a smarter edge. And then you, know, you had recently at VMware Explorer, we talked about DPU, and DPU is gonna be a part of that conversation mm -hmm. too. Absolutely. So, so I think all sorts of iterations of evolution of the compute stack is gonna bring a lot of goodness to our quality of uh, computing. So. so yeah, so where does this go? Um, we have, I think we're all kind of in agreement that the edge was real. <laughs> the edge is real-er, 
now, yes. or better now, just finally good. And um, where does this go next? Like I said, does this mean that we, you know, we, we talked this morning in a roundtable discussion about uh, the de-evolution of applications from the, uh, from the data center into the cloud because people are going to SaaS and SaaS makes sense in the cloud and it doesn't make sense in the data center and that's how it is. Are we gonna see a de or an evolution of, of applications coming out of the data center and infrastructure coming out of the data center and into the edge? Does the edge replace some data center? I think this iteration will challenge the paradigms that exist today. Mm -hmm. It'll challenge how you deliver applications and services today for everybody. So if you have the option to deliver more power at the edge, that can change your business. Mm -hmm. I think we're gonna see the same cycle that I've seen over and over in IT in the past 20 years since I started with different technologies where it's a pendulum swing between centralization and decentralization. There's that. It was mainframes, then client server, then a bunch of physical servers, then virtualization was like kind of the decentralization cloud, now to edge. And we're probably gonna see a lot more adoption of edge and then at some point, maybe some of those workloads will go back to the centralized location because we determined that that wasn't ideal for that particular application, whatever the case may be. But I think Edge will be here to stay for a lot of use cases. Not necessarily all of them. There might be some missteps, but it's clearly evolving to something far more useful than it used to be for a lot of use cases. And that's going to continue for the next few years, and it's going to endure. Yeah, technology enablement I think changes it, it. Yeah, I think if you just take a broader step back and look societally, like, we capture so much more data now and like every level, like with, uh, racing is one of my hobbies. We were talking about bicycles last night and e-bikes and like uh, I've had a power meter on my bicycle for 20 years, but now that data gets streamed into the cloud as I ride uh, from my bike. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so like you have you have all these places where you're measuring stuff that you, you just weren't measuring before. Yeah. And, and this applies across a wide variety of businesses and, and industries. Uh, and so you're going to need to have that infrastructure to support that. And, and we do now, and it's going to manifest itself in a, a number of ways that we probably haven't even thought about yet. I hope so, because there's a lot of data and it's growing substantially faster than we can anticipate capturing it. So if we can take the data and convert it to useful information, I think that's a win for everybody. So are you worried um, about the fact that this is happening, that more and more data is going out to the edge and being pushed into these sites. Maybe maybe it's a shared environment instead of an owned environment, uh, multi-tenant. I just worried too much advertisements. It's no, going to be monopolized. Yeah. Why, would I, why would I be worried? It's more opportunity. It's either an opportunity for folks like us to upskill if we want to learn something new, or folks uh, who have something to sell will have new ways to sell things, like uh, businesses who have new use cases and now have an opportunity to execute on them. Like. Why would I be worried about any of that? Uh, unless I what really don't want to change what I'm doing today and learn anything new. What about security? Yeah. <laughs> Great opportunities for the security consultants, right? Yeah. Well, security, I, I always say security is not an afterthought. It's a part of the process design and part of the process operations. So hopefully people don't forget that and you know, take those good lessons learned from security. Like the S in IoT. <laughs> Yes. I'm sorry. It took me a minute because I was thinking, wait, there's no S in IoT. Um, I guess there should be. Internet of security. Security is job zero, Stephen. Yes, there we go. Um, yeah, so it's, I think that it seems likely that this is going to happen. Um, uh, and uh, an another question that comes up sometimes is, is, is this edge, is a phone or a laptop or an iPad or a watch or a Tesla or an e-bike 
is that edge. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, we got an absolutely at that end. Maybe. Could be. Okay. We got a maybe and we got a could be. I'm gonna, I'll just say no just so that we have a complete set. Okay. No. Um, no. Why or why not? Uh, it, it, what are you defining edge as? Again, we go back to that. Like an edge client, yes. Right. Not necessarily an edge node the same way that I would consider the compute sitting in a tiny data center in a room somewhere to be an edge node. Edge could be an endpoint or it could be a remote compute. It all depends on how you're utilizing the data input and output. If it's input and not done, doing anything to it, is it an edge? No, it's more of an endpoint device. So we have to be careful. It's, it's the sensor that's feeding the edge. Yeah. I have a mobile yeah. application uh, where users can play, the, play uh, various games. And it may seem innocuous, but I collect all of the position and sales data from their phones. Uh, and I feed it into a central database. That's you're admitting this? <laughs> Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Hypothetically, yeah. 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 We'll, we'll call it tic-tac. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's, an, it, edge, but that's an edge device. Isn't that more akin to the sensors that are feeding into your edge compute? No, because you're doing some processing on the phone. You're taking advantage of the compute that's available on the phone to do some pre-processing. Mm -hmm. Well, I've got an application that looks for crypto coins on your computer uh, and pretends to be a screensaver. <laughs> no, I, 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 get, I get you, I get you. And I, and I think that that's, um, that's, that's true. How about Cloud Edge? So I mentioned Akamai before. Um, Cloudflare is, is making waves. They've got Cloudflare workers. Um, Amazon has uh, CloudFront. Um, there's a bunch of other kind of uh, sort of content distribution and is that edge or is that cloud? Well, I think again, it goes back to the technology opening up opportunities to recreate the applications. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, hey, I have all these process power, what am I gonna do with it? You know, and then you said these use cases that all these companies are taking advantage of this redesigned uh, infrastructure. So yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. I mean, think good or think evil, it's up to you, right? It's awesome, but is it edge? It is. It is. Yeah, CDNs are, I think, definitely fall into something I'd, I can consider to be edge because they, they it, it gets complicated uh, from a, a wordsmithing angle. It gets complicated if you're talking about your CDN and your compute all, all live in the same public cloud. Uh, but I would still say the CDNs kind of edge to your main, your core compute. Yeah, I mean, just because we didn't call it edge because we weren't using that term yeah. when CDN became popular doesn't mean it wasn't edge the whole time. You imagine a life without CDNs. <laughs> I lived it. I mean, I I didn't did. we all? We did. Uh, a couple decades was, ago. Wasn't that painful? Oh, you, yeah. Even a decade ago, uh, the website for my former employer, Comcast.com, was like 28 megs. And it was all, like the homepage. Oh, uh, wow. And wow. It was, none of it was hosted on CDN. So we had this big architectural project to, you know, put all that A little, little bottleneck CDN. there? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Just buy more hardware. So um, speaking of buying more hardware... Um, what more hardware are people going to be looking? What are the hardware categories that are going to populate the future edge? Now that the edge is real and now that the edge is good, what are the hardware categories that are going to win? Uh, low power, ruggedized. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Those uh, are strong use cases, yeah. Commodity that you commodity. can just rip and replace easily. Yeah. Yes. And there are a couple, like I've worked with a couple of vendors in the space that have really specialized hardware. But I think those use cases are narrow and high, like high value. Like if you're if you're on an oil rig, you're making enough money that it's worth it to buy a, a specialized, expensive piece of hardware. But mm -hmm. if you're capturing sensor data from, if you want to know how warm the camera is in front of us every thirty seconds, a Raspberry Pi would probably suffice for that. Yeah, but it's it's the robustness that makes the difference. Yeah, the hardware. 
because it may be simple to replace, but do you always want to re replace it? Right. No. So it's going to be a waste. So I think we've done it. I think we've uh, we've proven that the edge is real, uh, the edge is good, and the edge is going to be eating up new hardware and creating new opportunities for people who are you know working in edge computing. Um, so we are going to be talking about this more. Uh, spoiler alert: We're actually going to be doing an edge field day event in Q1 of 2023. Uh, if you'd like to get involved in that, please let me know. Um, I would love to invite you in either as a presenter on the vendor side or as one of the delegates. And also, um, this is a topic that's come up a lot. In fact, we're going to be talking about this, um, uh, you know, from, uh, from tech field day events to networking field day events to security. Uh, there's so many companies out there that are working on edge-related products, and you'll see those uh, popping up at the tech field days uh, events in the future. So, uh, so that's where you'll see me, uh, Stephen Foskett. Um, where, will we, uh, where can we find you guys, and where can we continue this conversation? Let's start with Joey this time. Uh, you can find me at jdanton on Twitter, uh, or joeydanfinney.com. You can find me uh, at Ken Nalbon on Twitter, also probably the only Ken Nalbon on LinkedIn, uh, and occasionally on fullstackkenengineer.com. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn, Vungfam, or you can find me at, on Twitter at digital underscore kung fu. It's a long story. <laughs> Oh, I like it. It's, 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 it's unique. At least it's not your name. Exactly. You can find me as Stephen Foskett or on Twitter at S. Foskett. Um, and uh, you'll find me on uh, our weekly uh, podcasts as well here at gestaltit.com. This podcast is brought to you by gestaltit.com, your home for IT coverage from across the enterprise. For show notes and more episodes, go to gestaltit.com slash podcast. And uh, please do uh, find this podcast, the On-Premise IT Podcast, in your favorite a podcast application of choice. Uh, while you're there, we also do our Gestalt IT Rundown podcast and our new Utilizing Tech podcast, which I've mentioned here uh, with our AI season, and now we're starting a CXL season as well. So just look for Utilizing Tech in your favorite podcast platform. Yeah, please connect, and we'd love to carry this conversation, and you know, what are your opinion about what an edge is? So thanks for joining, yeah, yeah, thanks, uh, thanks a lot, and we'll t uh, catch you next week.